Yesterday, my family went on a hike in Alsop Park, and as we were leaving, we were met by two glorious maple trees radiant with red. The leaves are beginning to change. In our own yard, our hackberry tree and catalpa are starting to turn yellow. And soon enough, they will be joined by the oaks, all of them coming together in the red and yellow and orange of those warm fall colors that seem like fire, a lot like our flowers this morning. Now, fall is a time when we tend to notice leaves, but it's also a chance for us to remember the good work that leaves have been doing for us since the spring. Leaves and their everyday average green often go unnoticed, but all this time they have been catching the light and turning it toward light. Ours is a solar-powered world. From the gasoline that we put into our vehicles to the breakfast that fuels our days, most of the energy in our world comes from the sun. But, of course, there are other planets in our solar system that also have the sun's light shining on them. What is it that makes a difference here on Earth? The answer is leaves. It's leaves that catch the sun's light and turn it towards life, capturing it with chlorophyll that gives us energy and releasing oxygen that allows us to breathe. Without leaves, we would just have one more dead planet. Because of this, leaves indeed are blessed things. Now, here in Arkansas, the turning of the leaves always comes around the same time of year that we celebrate this Feast of All Saints. And the question always returns to me, what exactly is a saint? Who are these saints that we remember on this day? I love the way that St. Paul describes this group of people in his letter to the church at Colossae. He calls them the saints in light. And that phrase makes me think of the work that leaves do. Maybe one way that we could define who a saint is, is that saints are those people who catch the light of God and receive it into themselves, and turn it toward life for the world. Now, sometimes we think of saints as those blazing examples, the ones that we remember in stained glass, or the ones that we honor with our hagiographies and saints' feast days. But most saints aren't like that. Just like the most of the year, the, the leaves aren't radiant with their, their colors, but then they're just in that everyday green. That's how most saints are. And yet, in that average and everyday way, 
They are doing the good, critical, important work of catching the light of God and turning it toward the life of the world. Now, Jesus talks of this group of people, calling them blessed. And in his description of those blessed ones, he names all sorts and varieties. He names those who don't have many resources, those who mourn and who weep. He names those who long for peace in a world that is often devoid of it, and those who want justice, even though they don't see it. Those are very normal human situations and longings. But what makes these people blessed those who receive the Beatitudes of God, what makes them different is that they turn those longings towards the light. And in that light, they find energy and breath to offer to the world. It's in that way that God has chosen to deal with the dark and evil forces in our world that seek to annihilate and destroy human creatures through those twin poles of pride and shame. In his beautiful little book, Taizé, A Meaning to Life, the French Orthodox theologian Olivier Clement talks about how it is that God deals with evil. He says that In this terrible spiral, God breaks it by means of an openness of heart, which allows God to enter the creation. If men and women open themselves freely to God, then the divine energies, energies of goodness, of love, and of true creative power will be able to spring forth in the world. When I read that, I think of the image that comes at the very end of the book of Revelation, far past what we heard this morning. There, we listen to a description of how God seeks to heal the nations through the leaves of trees, will be the healing of the nations. And I think that those leaves are the same. They are those ones that catch the light and help turn it toward life. Now, as we heard, those saints aren't necessarily the best and the brightest. They aren't people who go about making change through their own light and power. Instead, they are those who receive the light of Christ and turn it the world. As Clement goes on to write, he says that God shows up in some surprising places. Whoever is the most excluded, whoever is the most forgotten, whoever is the most misunderstood, this is God, he writes. He looks and asks if there are any hearts that freely let go of themselves and open themselves to him. 
For if he can enter the world through them, the world will change. If we want to join in that work of changing the world, then like leaves, we too must change. As leaves move from their everyday green to their radiant colors, we all know that that is a journey that they are making toward death. But that death is important, too, for fueling the life of the world. Because as the leaves fall, they come to the ground and they form the humus soil from which new life can grow. And it's that same way with the saints. We have to follow in the way of Christ, offering our lives, willing to accept even death. Because we know that in our death, in a letting go of ourselves, that it's there that God can take our lives and move it into the rich soil for the growth of God's reign as it enters the world. That is how God creates resurrection through the lives of the saints who offer themselves for the sake of the world. We need such resurrection because our world is a place full of all kinds of darkness, of fear and terror, of judgment and injustice. And it is into that world that God brings saints and trees, things that catch the light and turn it towards life. I don't have any hope in the face of all of the the darkness of the world, in governments or economies and technologies or education, but I do have hope in trees and saints. And I hope that as I do the work of planting trees and opening my heart towards God, that in that can catch a little bit of God's light and allow it to work in my life and be a small offering of transformation for the world. And I hope that all of us will do the same. Because it's in that work, in opening our hearts to God, that true change comes into the world. And resurrection begins to rise from all of the death and darkness and decay. And that resurrection is beginning, even now in our midst.